Hello there, Vitamizers. Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. As always, I'm Allison here with Slenderella in Austin, Texas. And we don't have a guest today, but we do have a topic that John and Baldo get asked about a lot. And we're really excited to share this episode with you. But before we get into it, the How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Awesome. So today's podcast episode is on brain health, and a lot of people care about this. I mean, the risk of Alzheimer's is just increasing, and we just we, we have this question brought up to us a lot, and we're really excited to cover it. On top of that, we do have a new supplement out called Slenderella Dailies, and the very first Dailies stack is our brain candy. Everyone that we have offered this to as samples have, has loved it. Uh, we've seen some great results as far as just brain firing and cognitive function. There are some Alzheimer's preventative factors in this supplement, and John and Baldo just wanted to get on the podcast and geek out about that topic because everyone cares about it so much lately. So you're really going to like this episode, lots of science lots of good application and yeah here is brain health with john and baldo on the how do you health podcast all right guys well, welcome to the how do you health podcast we're doing a special edition today because we just decided to play around a little bit and we've been talking a lot about brain health because we have a lot of brain stuff going on with slenderella right now a lot of supplements and we found out that one of our favorite vitamins um is might be coming back and we'll we'll have some information on that for y'all but uh here we have myself Tex-Mex Yogi and Nurse Dosa. Hi everyone um we have a friend here who's visiting and uh she was just mentioning that a lot of people were doing vitamin IVs and it's kind of like a trend almost like people like you know they're they're getting it because it's like oh this is what I do because I get everything I need for my vitamins and I get like my health and wellness this way right it's a great 
inclusion, but it's not like the full approach, right? Like people, like you just can't get a shot or an IV and just expect like all your health to come back. It's, it's like a multidisciplinary approach. But the vitamin IVs though are the best way <laughs> to get vitamins in your body, like just hands down, because you avoid like all the digestive breakdown from like supplements and medicines and all that stuff too. But um, if you customize those same vitamins, then you can actually like start addressing a lot of health issues. And so like these are my labs. And so the labs that we take here, we measure up with the vitamins and then like you customize like whatever your approach is to whatever you see in the labs. And so when you talk about like being more personalized, everyone wants to have like more personalized medicine, more personalized health, nutrition, coaching, whatever, right? You can't get more personalized in like labs, right? So then you're just, you know, I see stuff in here that you don't always hear from a person. Like they say, well, I'm, they come in here, they're like, I'm tired. I want to lose weight. You know, it's like, well, why? Why are you tired all the time? Why do you, you know, why do you feel like you're bloated and inflamed? That's really what it comes down to. And so then after a while, you can, uh, you can kind of say, all right, well, this is what's going on and you're deficient in this possibly. And, and then maybe that's what's leading to this. So like this test is a urine sample test and it doesn't look like much. And for the listeners, I'm handing over uh, this urinalysis test that I have done and uh, I've done it several times and it, it's biomarkers for brain inflammation. And it's really cool because the inflammation that's in the, uh, in these, in these urine sample tests are pretty, uh, pretty spot on when it comes to nutrition uh, you know we've done uh we've done blood work for a while and i've i've measured personally my blood work um over the past three years at least uh no actually i have a report here i believe is uh almost maybe yeah 16 yeah three years okay i was just double checking so i've measured blood work over the past three years and just like everyone else my journey in health has evolved and I've looked at things now and I've been addressing for the past couple years and then you know as you address those you move on to the next thing you need to address and keep going from there but it's you know it's a modification and you know in my lab work the cool thing about it is is that like I see I'm deficient in B6 and it's this test right there uh, I'm going to probably mispronounce this, but uh, the xanthinate pathway is what is elevated, and that means B6 deficiency. And when you have vitamin B6 deficiency, it's linked to a lot of, of dysfunction in the body because vitamin B6 is a cofactor. And when I say a cofactor, when we think about our biology classes and we think about you know, our old, you know, chemistry classes. And if anyone out there remembers the Krebs cycle, the TCA cycle, like how we produce ATP, electron transport chain, like if these sound familiar to you, it's because it's how we function. It's how we make energy. It's, it's biochemistry. And nutrition like vitamin B6 is essential to biochemistry because it's how we function. Water-soluble vitamins like vitamin B6, B9, B12, like they're needed every day and are big amount because that's how we function right biochemistry and vitamin b6 i've found is a lot it's more of an issue than people believe because the deficiency is real i mean you talk about anemias like b9 and b12 all the time but b6 is a real thing like it's it's a sibling to b9 b12 b6 uh i mean if you look at it as a cofactor in these in these 
cycles, going back to the, the Krebs cycle and all that, you have it as it's needed to produce ATP. And without vitamin B6, you might not have the production of ATP coming from the Krebs cycles and the TCA cycles or even the methylation cycles. Um, but B6 is a... Uh, uh, Rowdy's here, actually. Nice. Uh, B6 is found everywhere in, in the body, right? Why do, you, why do you think that it's not something that has been addressed before? Well... Until I found this test, I really, unless you go test like for it, it. Like, it just doesn't seem like it's a common thing. We've heard of Foley for a while. We've heard of B12 for a while, obviously. But B6 is not one that, that's a, you know, most people would be like, what is that? And with B12, at least, a lot of people know it's like they've heard of it before. And they're like, I've heard people need that. Well, so when people talk about vitamins, think about what people actually recommend for vitamins. Like, they talk about Oh, you got to take B12, you got to take vitamin D, you got to take vitamin C if you're sick. Uh, zinc tablets are kind of a little favorite when people have like cold and allergies. But no one ever talks about vitamin B6 because it's not even thought about in lab testing. Traditional lab testing, you're not going to see vitamin B6 levels. You're lucky if your doctor orders B12 levels, right? Yeah. So if you have vitamin B6 levels, it's like, well, how, how do I even measure it? And then two, how do I, how do I actually like connect the dots with it and connect it to something else that might be going on with my body. The thing about this test is that that deficiency is linked to that down there, which is a pathway that's linked to inflammation in your brain. And so when you talk about brain health, people seriously need to look at treating the brain uh, as, as an everyday approach because it's the major organ that is going to control everything we do in our body and if our brain is not functioning by the time we're 35 or 40 what are we looking at by the time we're 50 and 60 and it's just weird because when you look at inflammation in the brain how do you test for that right that's what everyone's kind of you know thought about when it comes to doing lab testing right like what am i looking for i'm a pretty healthy person i know my parents had this you know my relatives had this what what should i be looking at and ordering like things like vitamin b6 in traditional medicine they're gonna be like why would i look at a vitamin why would i care well vitamin b6 now you know produces atp which is our major source of energy if anyone ever asks you like what is like how do we you know have energy it's atp that's our currency of energy right every day we're waking up trying to produce more atp the other thing about vitamin B6 is that it helps produce neurotransmitters, which is great, like serotonin and dopamine. You wouldn't be able to function with that if you didn't have it, right? Correct. I mean, I know for me, for B6 has been has been a game changer almost as much as uh, as the Bliss has been for me, but B6 specifically, which technically, I guess, it uh, the Bliss helps with with absorbing more B6. Is that I think how I see it? Um, but, but it's interesting because we, those lab work, like it's, they're, they're accessible to anyone. It's just a lot of practitioners don't even know to ask for it. I mean, would, would that be correct to say? I mean, I don't mean to sound condescending, but I mean, it's not their fault because they weren't shown that in, in training. Right. Like when it, when you go to like I was trained in family nurse practitioner. Right. Yeah. And as a chiropractor, you're actually able to be a primary care provider. Like in the state of Texas, I can be a direct care provider, which is great. Right. And that means anyone can come in off the street and see me and use me as a primary care provider. Right. Which, yeah. you know, you see everything. If you're in a rural area, I'm going to see everything. Right. Correct. Um, 
So you have to be trained on a little bit of everything. That's the problem. They just train you on a little bit of everything and then just hand it off to the specialist, right? And then he's like, well, I'm going to send you to the specialist and they're going to handle this chronic situation. Well, it's like you and I know after seeing this in the past couple of years, right? Yeah. What specialists really actually do. You know, and it's like where they order a bunch more tests and they try to figure out how we can control it, but they never get to the root cause. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. And I hate to say it that way, but it's like you have a patient who has an autoimmune disorder. Well, and I think also that it's it's a lot of like, how do you get that? How do you pass that test? Like, well, it, it's a lot of that mentality, right? Well, we won't even get into that <laughs> because that just goes into the whole the whole questioning of, the, of, of educational system right now going on you know, from elementary all the way up to college, right? You saw that big scandal that just happened recently, sure. right? It's ridiculous. So you you have people who are learn, learning how to take a test, right? So it's like patient A has this. She comes in with this. What do you order? You order this. All right, what's your, what's your diagnosis? It's this. What's your treatment? It's this. And it seems straightforward because it really should be. But the problem is life isn't straightforward. And so a person's going to come in and is like, well, the labs say you're normal, but you're telling me you still don't feel good. So something's yeah. off, right? And so it's like, well, what if I were to look for other tests like vitamin B6? The problem is, is that you have to know in there that like what vitamin B6 does and if it's linked to serotonin production or even antioxidant production, like maybe that's your link to why you're sick all the time and you're moody. Yeah. And I, and I think that when you put it that way of, of being taught like, hey, if you see this, you know, what, what's the answer to that, you know, just from, from symptoms. And it's almost like an algorithm, right? Which we talk, we keep talking that algorithms are going to replace um, practitioners pretty soon. But the, my thing is that uh, I, the only thing I don't believe about that statement is that I think everything is going to go that way eventually, but it's almost going to have like, whose algorithm do you want to have though? Because, you know, Nurse Doza's algorithm is in this app over here, and that's the one that you should be doing, right? Or like, or this other, like Mercola's algorithm of different things is in this other app, maybe you should get that app, you know? And so I think that there, there'll there be more power in, in practitioners. It's just a matter of like being educated and finding out who you work best with. The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is recorded at MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. They provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. Well, what do you what do you think is going to be more likely to happen? That the practitioners are going to catch wind of vitamin B six deficiency, or the public is? The public is okay. That's so, what we find in well in practice and in business now. Right. The the consumer is always the people who are driving the change. Right. And so now, like 2014, I believe you could get direct labs to consumer like orders. Like if I wanted to check my testosterone, I could order a test online and I could do like a swab, a mouth swab, and then I could get my testosterone checked. Pretty incredible stuff, right? I mean, you can also get your blood drawn. Like, you could walk into, you know, the place down the road and just go ask for a testosterone test. You don't need a prescription for it. 
And you could check yourself because people are doing that because they're not getting the answers when they go and they go to their practitioner, their family doctor that they see. It's yeah. like, hey, I, I'm 36 years old. I, I'm a guy, you know, dad, but I, I don't. I feel run down. I just, I'm not there for my wife. I just, I don't feel like myself. What's going on? You know, it's like, well, let's check your testosterone. And then what do they do? They check like one one thing and then it's yeah. like well all right maybe it's more than just looking at one thing is it the bigger picture that we're missing right for that's, me it's just like just don't eat <laughs> well see that's where you and i differ so baldo tex mex yogi over here sh- should have his own diet plan because it's very unique if i wasn't like around him 24 7 supervising him medically i don't know if he would uh i, I don't know like he, most people would think he's crazy because he'll he'll go like on a six-day water fast Right, and he'll. How many times have you done this now in the past year? Like three times. Yeah. About three times. You're probably gonna do a fourth very soon, right? It'll be at the end of the summer. Yeah. Like, so six yeah. days of just water, right? I mean, that's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's it's. You know, it's funny. I said that a couple of times. The people and they were like, "Oh, so you avoid water?" For six <laughs> days? I was like, "No. Like all he does is drink water for six days." Yeah. And so they're like, "Well." So they was like, "That's easy. I can just not drink water for yeah, six days." <laughs> you know, just like. So I can do Cokes? (laughs) But then they said, too, they're like, so how much weight do you lose? I know. That's usually the other question. Yeah, and I'm like, well, he's not doing it to lose weight. He's doing it to regenerate. And when we talked about ATP, you were actually doing a six-day water fast to regenerate ATP production in your cells. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, I think even I did a a fast, too. I did a six-day water fast, and these labs show it. I did the, the labs the day a couple days before i started the six-day water fast and then immediately right after that because the six-day water fast i was trying to measure my hemoglobin a1c and see if there was a decrease in it yeah and there was there was a two tenths of a point difference in six days from that water fast and my coq10 levels raised like that was that's incredible because that's the regenerative part of of six-day water fast but then you gotta imagine that there's some some uh aspect of uh I'm looking at Rowdy over here. Uh, some aspect of, uh, like, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Like, down-regulating, right? So you can, like, fix yourself cause, or at least work on yourself some more and not worry about the things that are just fine, right? You would think that. Well, I, I think there's a checks and balances system that's in place in our body, and we, we, we sometimes listen to it, sometimes we don't. But, like, the thing about it is it malfunctions, and there's a reason why. Right? We're always looking for the reason why. Tell me a diagnosis. Tell me what I'm deficient and tell me. And it's like something's just off. Maybe genetically just speaking, you were just born to have B6 deficiency. And I'm thinking that's a real thing. So what's, what does a person look like with genetically B6 deficiency? They look like they have inflammation in the brain, right, according to these tests. Yeah. And it's crazy because you're like they're probably a 36-year-old guy who feels like crap, right? And he's just like probably moody. And he's depressed, and he's just like, why do I feel like crap all the time, and I'm tired? You know, women will say it's menopause, and then guys, they have the menopause deal, right? Like, it's essentially now their testosterone is starting to decrease, and then what happens is they don't feel like themselves. But what will be interesting about B6 deficiency is if you're not producing serotonin, for example, right? Let's just say you're chronically deficient in serotonin, you know, because B6 levels are down. What does a person who has low serotonin look like? It's not just they're depressed all the time, right? Everyone thinks depression is like the main issue in a person's life. That's just a secondary tertiary symptom. It's not, it's like, think about a person who has MS. Think about a person who has Parkinson's. Think about a person who has just chronic pain. They're probably depressed and they're probably sad all the time. Think about geriatric patients. 
they're sad all the time. And that's one symptom, but they're dealing with pain. They're dealing with chronic gut issues. They're dealing with the fact they've been a diabetic for 20 years and they can't feel their foot anymore, but yet like they're interactive and they're not doing anything. They're just sedentary. And you know, while they're doing that, they're probably not to live the healthy life, right? They might be eating crap still. Imagine they're still eating diet soda or d- drinking diet soda. They're eating like processed sugar, you know? It, it's weird. Like all that stuff gets processed in the body because, you know, genetically you don't metabolize it the correct way, right? B6 deficiency, that's an example, or methylation factor. And then all of a sudden you have the recipe for inflammation in the brain. Yeah, and then you don't get any proper sleep, so then you never get to detox your brain fully properly. Oh, I mean, that's just one part of the problem. Yeah. I mean, you and I both know that, like, it, you have to get the sleep. You have to drink the good water. You have to eat the right food. You have to exercise. You have to stay flexible. And then you have to take care of your brain. And it, the brain is not just like mentally I'm going to be better, right? My mood's better. Serotonin's increased. I feel better. Serotonin, it, you know, also controls behavior, right? Like my behavior is you mix that with increased dopamine and all of a sudden you have the motivation to go work out, right? Think about the guy who has low testosterone. If he has low serotonin dopamine production, he doesn't have the motivation to go out there and go work out and hit the gym, Right? And, and it all is kind of connected, right? And it's weird because if I give a guy testosterone, I don't expect that to just solve everything. There's just no way. It's like giving just estrogen to a woman, expecting a woman to just have, like, the best 40 years of her life right after that. It's like, no, like, there's plastics that contain BPA, and they call, like, you know, cause xenoestrogens, right? Uh, a woman today shown, told me she still uses uh, antiperspirant. You know, and I'm just like, you got to stop that, right? Because you got to switch the deodorant. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. The reason why is because antiperspirants block the toxins from being released, right? Hence, like, it blocks that smell. Well, you got to imagine if we're detoxifying, like, we're getting rid of toxins, right? And so we don't want that to stay in our system, right? So we either breathe it out, we pee it out, we sweat it out, we poop it out, you throw it up even, right? Think about it. If you're sick and you regurgitate, you're essentially getting rid of the toxins. You're that detoxing. Are causing, you're detoxing. You're getting that out of your system, right? Just it goes the other way. But, you know, if you're releasing the aluminum that comes out from, like, whatever you're taking in, heavy metals or whatever, or even, like, from the plastics, antiperspirants will block all that from going out. And then you think, well, where do those toxins go? They go right back into usually, like, Wherever they came back to. Well, (laughs) yeah. I mean, it's a possibility, right? Because that's what what I would think they would go. They're not going to get out of the body. I mean, it's incredible, right? Because if you were to simply switch the deodorant, all of a sudden you have a better chance, right, of like that stuff getting out of there. What deodorant do you recommend then? <laughs> so, uh, well, I mean? first of all, I recommend deodorant over antiperspirants. Yes, yeah, I, I would prefer that. Um, uh, but I, I would say, uh, and full disclaimer to everyone here, I think the reason why you have to look at deodorants is, is you want to have a more natural approach. So, if you find like a, I personally, and I'm not vouching for anyone, I use Arm and Hammer. And there's like there's a there's a deodorant one and it's a pretty good one and I'm pretty sure someone's gonna listen and say oh well you should try this that's probably true but I told someone today you should just go to the farmers market and just go find someone that has a natural deodorant you could probably make it yourself after a while, right? Um, I I think that's one start. 
but if you got down to like the nitty gritty, you look at your shampoos and you look at your soaps and then your makeup and like everything that your body absorbs. And then it just becomes like a cluster where you walk around thinking you need like an aluminum foil above your head, you know, and saying like everything's unclean, like I'm going to live in a bubble. And it's just, it doesn't happen. You need immunity like to, to, to thrive on, right? Like you need to be able to detox everything that comes your way and we should be able to, but if we're not sleeping, we have poor nutrition, we have a deficiency in something, you have the makings of this. And what's incredible about it is right now in America, about 30 million people are affected by Alzheimer's, like some way cognitive decline. We're, I mean, it's the hot topic right now for a reason. It's affecting everyone we know. And if you don't realize it, it's a slow kind of regression. And by it'll be like the new diabetes. Yeah, which is connected in many ways. Uh, but by 2050, they're projecting 160 million like will be affected in some way by cognitive decline when right now 30 million. I mean, which, how do we have a jump? Why is it going in that direction? And right now there's nothing that's kind of stopping it from going that way. Like it's just we're expecting the numbers to increase. And it's like, why? And so we go back to that original question of you saying, we talked about the practitioner and all that, like what, what's going to be more logical that the public's going to have to do it or the practitioners are going to learn it because if the practitioners are not doing this already in clinic, I could tell you right now, if this is, takes 10 years to become the norm, what are we looking at 10 years progression that we could have easily like slowed it down or maybe found some way to find a, a good solution. And it's so weird because when we talk about simplicity and minimalism in life, it holds true. You go back to the root of everything. We need nutrients in order to function. We need sunlight. We need good air and good water. It's never changed for humans. It's just been just essential. We need light like we need darkness. And so when we get nutrients, we're really just trying to pull whatever we can out of the soil. Everything might have been given to us already on earth. And that even goes into every single plant that's already on earth. And there's tons of medicinal purposes for many different plants, right? But if we get the nutrients from those plants and extract them, we have things like curcumin now from turmeric, right? We have things like aspirin from white willow bark, and we have things like, you know, boswellia, and that gives, you know, comes from frankincense or gives, gives rise to frankincense, frankincense and yeah. then you eventually you have a huge natural anti-inflammatory, which is, I mean, we put it on like bee pizza. stings and was, wastings. And, I put it on pizza. Yeah, of course you do. Uh, but it's <laughs> it's another put little, everything on pizza. It's another little tool that, if you think about this, frankincense. Healthy pizza. Frankincense has been known to go and cross the blood-brain barrier in research. Which is, if you think about it, you got you talk about brain health. How many things and medications will cross the blood-brain barrier to go detox the brain once it's inflamed? Because with Alzheimer's and cognitive decline and, and any of those autoimmune disorders that you look at that causes brain inflammation, what are you trying to treat? What are you trying to do there? Like, what you what are you addressing? The 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 main issue is you got to reduce the inflammation. You got to restore whatever you know is is missing in order for the the brain to start functioning a little bit better. But then uh, at the same time, like it's just a a chronic detox, right? And so things like frankincense, right, should be right up there. It's something that's easy, you know. I mean, if you think about it from biblical terms, it was, you know, three wise men giving Jesus the gift of health, right? I mean, that's what it was, right? Frankincense is still one of the most powerful things you can you can put in your body on your body. Turmeric is right up there with it, right? I mean, you could even say garlic for that matter, right? Garlic. Like garlic is one of the healthiest liver detoxers you can find. 
And every liver detox you find is also a brain detoxer, right? So you think things that like choline, right? Phosphatidylcholine is like essential, right? Because you get the fats that you need in the liver and the brain, and then you get the synapses and the choline, right? Which we need as cognitive decline progresses. Like we need more synapses of the brain, right? It's not the buffalo theory that we're after. We're looking at the idea that we need our brain cells to be firing at all times because as we get older, we don't want to have that short-term memory loss, right? When you have cognitive decline, there's a big difference with dementia. When you have short-term dementia versus long-term dementia, that's a big thing, right? Like you can't remember when you were six years old what you were doing, but that's way different from what you did six minutes ago, yeah. right? Let's, uh also, supplementing with uh, choline in injectable form is a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. I tell you what, when Valdo first started off the whole conversation <laughs> about we might be getting that back, um, he's, his hopes oh, are very high right now. And I'm just like, all right, you know, we'll see how it goes with this. But, yes, choline is, uh, I believe if anyone were to go research phosphatidylcholine, and you really go down the rabbit hole with it, you would be just flabbergasted of why this is not emphasized more in all kinds of aspects of brain health. Uh, it's, it's just that incredible. Well, Kevin, our, our buddy Kevin Ballister, who wrote the book, How to Feed a Brain, I love how he's always like, <laughs> well, how do you know about this stuff? He's like, well, I wrote a book. <laughs> love and, Kevin. Uh, he, he talks about the brain's three things is choline, uridine, and DHA, right? Like those are the three things basically that your brain, brain's made out of. So you would think that it's important, yet it's one of those things that it's not talked about either very well, often. Well, it's once again, if it's nutrition, it's been overlooked for years because years ago when the athletes started taking multivitamins, everyone looked at them like, well, they're just athletes that take that, right? You progress, you know, now you have people not just taking a multivitamin just because they were recommended by their doctor taking a fish oil and a vitamin D, but it's still it's still not enough. Like it, it's, there's, it's kind of weird because it's more than that, right? So you kind of have to up your game. Like when we talked about when you first walked in, it's like our, our game is ridiculous. We're about to do NAD patches, which is excellent because like we have NAD here, which is, you talk about brain health, right? We just have to talk for one second on NAD because I know we're about to run out of time. But NAD plus is... Um, fun. It's fun. It's a <laughs> vitamin that is a derivative of B3. Nicotinamide, niacinamide is... is uh, I think it was adenosin uh, dinucleotide. Yeah. yeah, that's what NAD is. And it's um, in the body, when you talk about ATP production, just think about this. There's like three or four different systems in our body. And I'm saying systems like I'm saying the whole freaking body system that is designed from a cellular level to produce ATP. Because like I said, you need millions of this produced all the time. And when you have the electron transport chain, the Krebs cycle, and even the methylation cycle going at all components, kicking out millions of ATP a day or per hour, um, that needs a lot of effort towards it. So you need all your nutrients in order for those to function, right? So as we get older and we, we progress, um, what we think about is cellular aging yeah. will be compromised with ATP deficiency. NAD supplementation has been shown in research to possibly increase ATP directly, which is incredible because then you think about longevity-wise, if you keep producing ATP as you get yeah. older, what's going to happen to you? Well, it's also uh, been shown to, to help dying cells to start replicating again, which is, in a large scale, it just means that 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 cell is no longer dying. It's, it's alive. Whether that means that you live stronger, I don't think it means that. It just means that 
hey, maybe you get a wrinkle a little later than, than usual. Yeah. So, like I said, we could talk forever and ever about brain health, but, like, as you've – we've thrown a lot of stuff out there in just a few short, you know, moments we've had to talk about this. But keep in mind, when you have – any chance you should be thinking about what can I do for my brain today, whether it's puzzles, exercise, breathing, sleep, whatever. But definitely look into some of the stuff that we talked about because those things could be a game changer. So um, if you have questions, you know, reach out. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Find us or pretty much anywhere. Info at Slenderella USA would be the best one. Uh, info at slenderellausa.com. And uh, look out for some fun stuff that we're going to be bringing you guys. TV, sports stuff. I don't know. We, we got some fun stuff for you. Thank you all so much. Appreciate it.